welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. And thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. To our new listeners, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoy. This week's episode is on the karmic effect. Karma, I should say. And the karmic laws. As a person that loves philosophy, as a person that loves the different teachings from the many religions, I kind of pull out the wisdom, pull out the advice, and pull out the things that I believe that I could apply to my life. And I believe that these 12 laws are something that not only I can apply to my life, but you, the listener, can also apply to your life. Karma is something that's often talked about more and more in society. A lot of people may refer to karma as being punished or salvation. But that is not all entirely true. Karma is rather a cause and effect. There are 12 laws that I wanted to share with you today that I believe can help further your life. The first law is called the great law. You often hear the phrase, you reap what you sow. But some people may have confusion about what that means. Whatever action you do to somebody else, you shall receive. For example, if you are kind, and good to others, they will eventually follow suit and be good to you as well. Obviously, with anything, nothing happens overnight. As being good to someone else, doing good for others, and not seeing any results takes extreme amounts of time and extreme amounts of patience. As with any seed, it takes time to grow, flourish, as do some people around you and the things that really do matter in this life. Words, thoughts, and or actions can eventually manifest into your life, whether they may be good or they may be bad. We often think doing something good or bad can't always happen in an instant. And in terms of karma, it doesn't happen in an instant, not in every situation, but it eventually comes back to you. So we withhold our energy in regard to good actions Because we may think that it's pointless or we think that, you know, we may be taken advantage of or other people may see our kindness as a weakness. But you will always receive good if you give out good. And I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in making a change in the world that you want to see, being the change in the world that you want to see. In terms of bad actions, we allow these impulses or our desires to rule us without even realizing the drawbacks that come with them. We allow the instant gratification in terms of substances, whether it may be marijuana, alcohol. We allow these things to rule over our mind, rule over our soul. And what we don't realize is, or in in other capacities, it could be sexual desires. It could be materialistic things. So we allow these things to rule us over. 
Now, karma can return within good actions in money, love, and or happiness. But if you're just doing things, wanting to be good for others because you want to receive money, love, or happiness, then I think that's a selfish reason. And it's a selfish desire to be good for the world. Be good for the world because you want to see a change. Now, the second law is the law of creation. And this law speaks about taking matters into your own hands, creating and creation of one's life. Instead of waiting for things to happen, we go to life and we take it full throttle. We are in control of our own destinies. There will never be a perfect time to do things. There will never be a perfect time to start that business. Get started on the dream life that you want. Get started on your dream. Get started on any task or project. There will never be a perfect time. There will never be a day where the stars align and everything is set up for us. We have to create that time. Any talents that you can provide for the world, anything you can create for the world, just do it. Instead, we may blame our environment, people, circumstances, but never take accountability for our actions. And we put the blame on everyone else. Remember, we are the authors of our own story, the main character in our own journey. We can rewrite anything and any direction that we may go in. We can allow ourselves to be recreated if necessary. Law number three talks about the law of humility. It speaks upon acceptance. Acceptance on a situation, a relationship, your life, maybe the way that it you may not want it to go or certain things that are happening that maybe you can't control. Rather, blaming, we accept these things, not only on ourselves, but the things around us, people and situations. Acceptance, as we all know, can be extremely difficult and detrimental to us as people because we may not want to accept it. And more often than not, we want answers to certain things. But in certain life situations or things or within people, the answers are already there. Maybe to justify people's actions, why they may have done certain things, why your life may not be going a certain way. And I believe this can create a victim mentality of why me. And my answer to that is, why not you? Lack, the, lack of acceptance for yourself can be something that destroys us. A negative perception of self can only continue to manifest negative thoughts and outcomes. Whether it's parts of yourself that you may be neglecting or in denial about, this creates more harm than good. Whether you're neglecting a side of yourself that wants love or neglecting a part of yourself in your mind that you know the situation is over or you're your heart knows that it's over, but you still go that you still go that route. See, the thing is, is that we often know what is good for us, but we don't want to let go. The thing is, is that we can, or we often try to change certain things that we can't change, but the circumstances or events that are going on that are persisting in your life that you can't change, just accept them. 
and reassess what you can do moving forward instead of doing nothing, which can cause you to move backward. Law number four is the law of growth, which might be my favorite law. And this one talks about the inner world, your thoughts, the dialogue within our life that we say to ourselves, we speak within our mind can manifest itself in the outer world. If we create a positive world in our brains and in our souls, we give ourselves the chance to change the reality around us. Your thoughts can become what you do and the actions that you can take to create a better life and the actions that you can take to create a better environment and your reality all starts in your mind. That's to me, that to me is one of the most important things. If we continuously think negative, we will manifest negative. Oh man, I'm not good at this. Oh, I can't do this. Life is taking a hit on me right now. I I don't know if I can bounce back. Rather a person saying, bring it on. Anything that life throws my way, I will be able to overcome. We hold ourselves back from the life that we actually want to live because of those negative thoughts. And if we just, it's obviously easier said than done. But if we just try each day to think positive, we only create positive actions. If we can be receptive to growth and allow ourselves to learn, this will return, shift our thinking. And as a result, positive outcomes are born. Law number five talks about the law of responsibility. And it correlates Partially to the law of humility in regards to being accountable for our actions and our lives. But there is some minor tweaks. It's taking ownership of everything that happens in your life, good or bad. If your situation is bad, take responsibility. If it's good, take responsibility. Because, like I said, we are the author of our own books. We make Choices and decisions that we know can either create good outcomes or bad outcomes. Nobody is forcing us to make those decisions. We make those decisions. We are responsible for every choice that we make. We consciously think about things before we do them. This means that the relationship, you chose that. The job, you chose that. The expensive car, you chose that. And the daily habits, that led you to the life that you live now, you chose that. Life sometimes happens, but ultimately, it is up to us, and we are responsible, even if some of it, we may not be at fault. Now, that may sound extremely negative, but the positive in this is that you can always change it. You can always change it. Your circumstances aren't what you want it to be. You can change it. You can change it. And I say that confidently. I say that with hope, with extreme amounts of optimism, that you can change anything that you want. Number six, the law of connection. 
which correlates to the fact that every one of ourselves is connected. Now, what do I mean by this? The past version of yourself, the present version of yourself, and the future version of yourself are all connected. Even though they are different timelines and they may seem different, they are still you in its entirety. The only thing that you've taken with you from the past is the experiences, the lessons, and the wisdom that you've gained. The present you can make better decisions based on your past experiences, based on the lessons that you've learned. They are all correlated. The past was once created by you, and the future is only created with each decision that you make in the present moment. Law number seven is the law of force. It talks about the thought that multitasking can actually be counteractive than we may believe. Now, I've really, over the past couple of days, thought about this one. And I think that it makes a lot of sense because I'm multitasking a lot of things in my life right now. And what this law talks about is the thought of multitasking or trying to clump two thoughts, ideas, or tasks can actually slow us down rather than speed up the process. If we don't want to become successful, for example, you want to become successful in the social media realm, just focus on that. Obviously, if you have a job, if you have school, those can be priorities. But if you take time to just focus on those two things, give 100% to those two things, you can absolutely be successful. When we multitask, we think that, you know what, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this, I could do that. But it may slow us down rather than speed up the success or the things that we want to accomplish. As much of a good multitasker as you think you are, focusing on one thing can actually be more productive than focusing on an accumulation of things. You can create more results and accomplish way more. Law number eight is the law of giving and hospitality. Demonstrating our selflessness shows true intention. We can't have a belief or standard if our actions don't reflect that. If we're a person of good intentions, purpose, impact on others, and abundance, and this is something that we believe in, our actions must reflect as such, even if the person is a complete stranger. Whatever beliefs or standards that we have for ourselves, we need to reflect on that. Whatever we show, we tell others, we must be able to replicate that within our personal lives. To know if you are growing in the right direction, selflessness is a way towards enlightenment. For example, if you are an advocate like me for growth and personal development, you must actively seek growth and personal development in your personal life. Some people will call this, if you talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. Me, myself, I'm personal development, personal growth. I have to actively seek that. I have to show that within my life. Law number nine is the law of here and now, a.k.a. the law of being present. This is something that everybody should focus on, regardless of religion, beliefs that you may follow. Presence is something that we all need. We should free ourselves from our past, worrying about things that we could have done by playing the same old song in our heads, creating different scenarios or outcomes that could have happened in a situation, in a relationship, In our personal lives, 
we have to just focus on here and now. If we focus on the present, we give ourselves time to focus on what we're doing and who we are here with, forgetting all the distractions of life, but rather appreciating and admiring the life that we currently have. Looking continuously in the past or becoming anxious about the future, even though it may seem like a contradiction of the sixth law, but this may not be the case. This is not the case. Let's look at it in this light. Becoming stuck on maybe past achievements, things that you've done in the past, you've accomplished in the past, or looking so much into the future and those goals that we depreciate or devalue the present moment, but rather focusing on how much action that we could take now and create a life for ourselves. Memories and ideas in the present should be more valued than the ideas or memories in the past and the future. Law number 10 is the law of change. A direct quote says that history repeats itself unless change. If you find yourself experiencing the same situation, the same relationship, the same kinds of people, the same results in terms of your goals and your dreams, it's because you are not becoming a better version of yourself. Life is meeting you and is attracting people or attracting experiences or things in the vibrational state that you are at now. If you are at a low vibrational state, the universe is going to throw low vibrational people, low vibrational experiences, and low vibrational outcomes because that's the version of yourself that you are at right now. It's the universe trying to get you, trying to nudge you to understand a lesson or a message. You know what, bro? Like, you have to level up. Sis, you got to you got to be better. You have to overcome those traumas, overcome those things that you're holding back. Those things that you do not want to face. Because you will repeat the same patterns unless there are efforts by yourself to change the trend. You can't expect change unless you change. And I promise you, once you start going into the, the direction of change, things will start to get better. Law number 11 is the law of patience and reward. It teaches us that patience is indeed a virtue. Nothing of value is created without a patient mindset. And that is a direct quote. Consistent work is the best work. Persistency will get you to where you want to be. Which means that even though you may feel as if the thing that you are building or constructing each day isn't playing a part in your success, it increases your chances every day. That one thing that you are doing every single day to creating a better life for yourself will eventually come true, will eventually come to fruition. The brick by brick mentality, I like to call it. Placing one brick down at a time. You won't overnight see a miraculous wall but by placing one brick down every day and envisioning the wall that you want to create, it will eventually be built with patience. Law number 12, the law of significance and inspiration. This law states that everybody should give value to others, as this is an incredible gift and must be shared with the world to create a better world. Making a positive impact in my eyes and in the eyes of the laws of karma deem that is the most important thing that you can offer.
your thoughts, ideas, advice, and any inspiration that you can give, you should give. This, as I've talked about so many times, is something that is priceless. Being able to change the world around us, being able to inspire, spread positivity to other people. There's no price tag on that. By spreading or giving inspiration to other people could open up and unlock doors for not only you, but for others around you. In short, why is the 12 karmic laws valuable for us? Well, by listening to this, I hope that you realize it can affect your life and it can affect others around you. The most important concept that I believe that everybody should take away from this episode is the whatever you do comes back to you like a boomerang. Wherever you throw it, it'll come right back to you, which means that if we want to align ourselves with the life that we wish to seek, we must do a good upon others to receive good in the end. The great thing about karma is that most of the time, we choose our fate. We create the storyline for our book, and we can dictate how our life would go. Be good to others. It's free. It doesn't pay to be good to others. It doesn't pay to create a better world. Something that you could just give out for free. And with that, it is priceless. So my question to you is, will you act on the karmic effect? Will you act on these 12 laws? Will you be a better version of yourself to manifest and create the reality for the world around you? We'll just have to see. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. Thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. This is the 1% Podcast. I'm out.